Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, your usual host, Jake. And me, your unusual host, Riff. And that doesn't leave me a lot of options, I'm just hot stuff. <laughs> Quasi-usual? Yeah, like what's, if you're, yeah, are there there's any usual, other, uh, unusual. Words that end with usual? Casual? Creation. I guess I could have been the casual, casual host. could be the casual uh, host. Goddamn. Yeah. Super let's, let's go back in time. Let's go back in time. I can that. edit it in if you <laughs> no, really want a, to. It's not that important. Guys, we could we could actually start throwing some production Polish. dollars Fuck it. at polishing up this <laughs> B-game bullshit. <laughs> how you guys been? All right. Good. How, how have to, you been? I went to the gym today. I feel good. I've uh, I've been slacking. Like the Institute for Canadian Studies? Yes. Uh... But yeah, I, I think life is life is good. Good. I'm I'm healthy. I I am often not thankful enough for when I am just not sick. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like I am super so miserable when I get sick, and I'm like, God, I wish I would appreciate being healthy more. And you know what? I'm appreciating it right now. Yeah, I often don't appreciate the times when I'm not sick or the times when I don't have some minor ailment that leaves mm. me preoccupied yeah. with some imaginary terminal illness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or just like not having even something as niggling as a hangnail. Yeah, just nothing hurts. Or a hangover. Nothing is wrong. Everything's everything's good. Yeah. Yeah, the days where nothing hurts and you're not even hungover. Uh, yeah. They're the best days. They're pretty good. Man. And that's today. I have mm. no I don't I don't yeah. have any complaints. I'm, I'm much the same. I got some work on some Kingdom of Loathing stuff done today. Yeah? I realized that, man, we have a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, pretty pretty short time frame, too. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, making some progress on the item of the month. Uh, do we do we spoil it? It's another airplane charter, so there's a lot of... A lot of content yep. need, needs needs shitting out of a lot of butts in between now and then. <laughs> I came up with a bunch of quest suggestions because yeah. I failed to provide the much larger to-do item. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it, like, I just need something yeah. so that I can start. When I do brainstorming things, like, it is not usually critical that everyone do. I mean, sometimes I don't even ask C.D. Moyer because I know he doesn't really like it. And so right. it's like if there's if we're short on time and I think that maybe he has is going to have some ideas and we'll do it quick, then I'll do it. But like, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was fine. It was fine. We, like there was basically like 90 percent overlap in all of the stuff that Scully and, oh, yeah. and I suggested for stuff in there. So, yep. I guess that means it's a. Uh, it's a thing Three with a real monsters. identity. I guess it means it's really boring. <laughs> God, these zones have four monsters each. That's crazy. Bucking the trend. Um, yeah, so that's that's going to be fun. Got the got a lot of stuff to try not to spoil during the oh shit Twitch oh, event. Right. We're always the in the middle of working terrible. on some huge thing with a ton of unpublic shit. Um, another thing probably rolling out between now and then. Um, I did a first pass at that uh, odd jobs thing where you can just mm. spend multiple turns at a time to get some benefits instead of wasting your turns. Cool. I think we have arrived at a way of doing that uh, sort of rest experience thing. I don't remember if we talked about that on the radio or not. Mm -hmm. I think we did. Yeah. Basically, for every for every turn that gets chewed up by rollover, you will get a turn of... I think that was actually suggested by someone on the radio. In, yeah. Okay. To us. Yeah. Um, which is good, but, uh, we were trying to figure out how to do it. As soon as I mentioned it in dev, people were like, oh yeah, man, this is great. Cause what that means is that you can just bank a fuckload of turns on day one and deliberately lose them to rollover. So you'll get that sweet, sweet buff for day two 
or maybe you just won't play any turns at all on day two so that you can waste even more. Like, yeah. All right. Fuck you. How do I make this so unappealing to you that you will shut <laughs> up and quit playing KOL? <laughs> That's what I said. That it's, is not what I said. So it's only going to kick in if you haven't played for two days. Right. Like, because that's who it's fucking for. Yep. So, like, the only way to use this during a run is if you don't log on and do all of your daily shit. I was... that's That has got to be not worth it, right? I would imagine, yeah. Okay. Everybody seemed okay with it. Everybody said, yep, all right, this is no longer a thing that somebody will try to mess with in an exploity way. It's not really exploity. It's just an unintended use of a thing by the wrong demo. It's not, And it's not even the wrong demo. It's just, like... It's just not what we want. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, it is the wrong demo. Like, this is not a feature that is targeted for optimal ascenders, right? This is a right. feature that is targeted for... I mean, Which, it is. <laughs> it is targeted at optimal ascenders during the weeks when they're not playing the game. Right. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. Is, is it a problem? I, I guess what we don't want to do is create situations where it is advantageous to not play. Right. Yeah, or to do something that is not fun. That is that is, that the, is the, the 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 broader. What if the only right? fun thing to do is not to play? That could that could be the actual answer here. <laughs> that, that would explain sucks. that would explain we why we do not have one hundred percent market penetration. The market being the entire world. I mean, we can never get a hundred percent because we can't play really. Not in as meaningful a way. I feel like we could probably get to the tops of all the leaderboards if we really want. We probably could. Yeah. Oh, check out my zero day zero turn run that I just did. <laughs> Negative one turns. Ah, you bastard. <laughs> this competition is fierce. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Good stuff working. We got. We got some of the pressure taken off our other engagements. So, yeah, there's less. Uh, there's more vagueness to go around. Yeah, it's good. Um. Yeah, but there's a lot coming up, though, because it's, we got... I mean, we're still a couple months out from Crimbo, right? Like, we're items a of the long way from Crimbo. Before, yeah, before the end of the year, we've got multiple items of the month. We've got the new challenge path. We've got Crimbo. We've got... But it's a boring challenge path, That's so fine. it's... But it's still some work. Yeah. And then we got and I would the like, items I would like to have of the year. The, the spring challenge path, like... In done, testing, but... Yeah, done and in testing before I leave for Christmas, so... We'll see oh, if okay. we'll see if that happens. That seems reasonable. I mean, do you know when you're leaving for Christmas? I'm not offhand. I'm September 29th. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably doable. It's a long time until like it is there are two full months and then two entire weeks and then like 6 days in between us and Crimbo rolling out. <laughs> um my goal is for Christmas to be done by oh, the, right. by the end September, of October. It's September, not October yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, wow. Okay. We have more time. So I am, uh, like, wow. I don't think but that it suddenly is. Suddenly the, the pressure is way off. I don't think that things. it is practical Shit. to. Let's take, just take four weeks off. Yeah. Good idea, guys. <laughs> oh, man. I, all this whole time, I thought it was October. I've actually been taking no. most of this week <laughs> off because I, I preloaded and did all my shifts for this week at the end of last week working on the contract gig yeah that's true that that stuff got done but fast <laughs> but um, fast yeah yeah is that where you don't eat anything from your butt for a uh, period of time yeah well no well, no it's eat, where you don't poop for you eat you just don't poop yeah <laughs> oh. so so that's like like well, when, so I, when, when, I'm, butt fast? when i'm backpacking <laughs> i was going a butt fast um huh yeah you know, 
Cool. Good. Good. We brought it back around, guys. <laughs> it's one of our shows. Um, so I'm, I think it is impractical to assert that, say, the level 12 revamp will get done this year, but I think it's possible that I could get the sorceress revamp done in the time in between Weird. the other stuff. It's, but you're going to do them out of order? Yeah, I think I, so. That's just, how does that not just wreck your Didn't I do some brain? of the other ones out of order? I, I don't know. I guess not really. I thought you just started from the beginning and went forward. Yeah, I did, but I, man, I don't know. No, it just, it doesn't, because the Sorceress th- revamp is... I a, think you hate 12. I think you hate the number 12. I probably do. <laughs> the Sorceress revamp is like a tenth the amount of work as the... Not a twelfth the amount of work? Oh, yeah, it is maybe a twelfth amount. It depends the, on how you think about it, right? Because you could just make it really complicated. Yeah, People but would appreciate that. Yeah, they would, I'm sure. But I'm not going to. Uh, Here's the thing. You know, maybe maybe you can help me work out some of my math. Uh-huh. Uh, so, let us imagine the thing that I was talking about where you go in. Sorry, after you said let us imagine, all I could think about was salad. <laughs> yeah. Imagine lettuce. That's uh, the new the new uh, 3DS game where you get to pretend John to be a Lennon. salad. Um, imagine um, lettuce babies. So, the thing that I proposed where yeah. the gates become the sorceress will only allow the fastest adventurer right. into her domain. I don't know if randomizing, I don't know if it's going to be possible to balancedly <laughs> randomize <laughs> things like sometimes plus it's initiative and sometimes it's plus item drop and sometimes it's plus meat drop. Like plus I, sometimes it's just strong. Like some of them, some of them will like, nice there will always be an off stat say, okay. but you don't necessarily know which offset. Like that is kind of what I'm imagining doing with the gates. I, I worry about things where we are reintroducing a bunch of weird things that all have to be more or less balanced against one another. Um, that might also be a thing that can just vary based on path. I hmm. I don't want to fuck this up to preserve the utility of the telescope. That is that is a thing that I do not want to fall into that trap. But do you care? Like, if the telescope just does... I don't care, but when I say I don't care, everybody sends in radio questions that are like, dude, no, no, it was so hard. It needs to be worth something. And I believe that. I mean, they're saying that because it's a real feeling. Our job is providing feelings to people. So Mm. I can't... Good job. I can't... (laughs) Pat ourselves on the back. I can't just ignore it. What What I do think I might do is it still just tells you the tower monsters, but the tower monsters become things where the intended way to kill them is not to use the combat item, but to just do some kind of trick. Whether it's okay. this one, this one is, you have to be able to survive 75% of your hit points in direct damage every round for 10 rounds, and then it just dies on its own, or whatever, right? Sure. Having those be... So then there is still a shortcut, a secret and, shortcut. And the, ver- the variability of the shortcuts is, I think that's more interesting than just straight-up tower killing is now. The variability is still there in, in a way, but there are just fewer monsters. So but, would tower killing no longer be possible, or would it just not be normal, that much harder? Not, like, I mean, maybe one of the tower monsters is always one that you tower kill that way. Like, well, Right, but I'm saying, like, do we, act- do we actively prevent tower killing or do we just make it harder when you say tower killing do you mean tower killing given the existing Exist- method? like that will the existing methods at the same scale will be the way to kill one of the tower okay. monsters so 
sorry, what I guess what I'm trying to say is so to prevent that with the other ones, do we make it like mathematically impossible or, or do we make it just way, way harder so that you can still try it and like eventually, I don't know. I mean, I think we probably, we just play it by ear and see what happens. Okay. Right. And people will tell us it like, okay. Some of them I want to be easier and more straightforward to actually tower kill. Like one of them you can tower kill by just healing a bunch or whatever. Sort of like your shadow. Sort of, yeah. Is the shadow going to stay? Probably. Okay. Because, I, I mean, I like I like a yeah, lot of it. Yeah, I mean, it's stuff. got that shadow. Like, it needs to be hinted at a little better, okay. probably. Like, what, what actually... <sighs> that's such a classic, like... Yeah. It's such a classic thing. Yeah. I need to make new... I probably need to make new fucking... Oh, shadowed shit. out versions of all the avatars. Although maybe not. Maybe it's. Maybe did you just do that? One or did each... I do that? You did that. Didn't I you? did that. It was a long. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Okay. Um, because I yeah. feel like that's something that's went in my wheelhouse. Yeah. But so my my whole deal that I was suggesting with the the sorceress will only allow the fastest adventure, and so that's one of the gates, right? And the idea I would really like you to be able to do the gates in any order, but that just doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> There's no way to build a fucking thing like that. <laughs> there is. Well, there's a there's a middle gate. <laughs> there's a middle gate with three keyholes in it. And yeah, I mean there it could are be three like three smaller gates to yeah, the side. Yeah, yeah no, like I, a, I, a I door anyway. with three so locks and three treasure chests. Sure. Or whatever. Also, yeah. we're good at we're good at this. So, like, there so, could be a lever which changes the order of the gates. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so she will only let the fastest person in. So sure. there are if you just go in there with no bonus, you are the eleventh fastest adventurer in the kingdom, and you have to defeat ten other adventurers oh. to 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 get to the top of the list. Huh. If you go in there with plus fifty initiative, you're eighth place, right. and you have to kill seven to get in there. Okay, and, and each my of those problem, takes a turn. My, yeah, ah, right. Good. So that's so that's are, the, good. are these like fights? Which is like they are. Yeah, they're just fights with, with a randomly generated adventurer name and class. Yep, it would cool. be funny if. We just checked globally to see how fast you were compared to anyone else in the kingdom. <laughs> sure. Like, you have to defeat 4,875. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't. No, she's not fucking kidding. Like, <laughs> she, that's just, we did not write these rules. She did. Yeah. Uh, so here's my problem with that. Yes. How do you store this? Right. Like, so if you, we can't just store the number of them that you have killed because your effects run out in between the first fight and the second fight and I you're suddenly you not in. I you go through the gate and are in a series of fights, maybe? We determine how many fights there are going to be the moment the, you go it, through this the gate. Still, this preserves the problem, it right? Does. If you chain the fights, yeah, because what if you lose or run away in the middle of one you of them? You have to go through the gate again and it starts, it, it picks, you yeah, re, you, you recheck. go back to the end of the line. Yeah. Oh, huh. But that, in that time, you could get a faster effect. Like, you get more huh, initiative. Yeah, okay. So it's... So then we, we run into a little bit of a messaging problem with, like, if you're here... Like, we have to put a 10 over it, in parentheses, hmm. and up to 10. Uh -oh. Like, we don't let you... Because I, yeah. I don't want you to go in there and not know how many turns it's going to take, right? And right. also, chained fights are way harder they than are. regular fights. So that's actually the, that's actually the worst way of doing it? Well, it's it's diff it's difficult. We could also make them not that hard, right? Right. We could. Yeah, they could actually just be. They easy could just fights. be pushovers. Like they are only fast. Right. Like they're not. They're terrible they're not at everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and One that would because like, then it's just a turn tax. You just do like a momo momentum contest. I mean that. 
it could be we could just do a thing like there is always plus initiative there is always one of your off stats and it is always whichever the weakest off stat is for your class because there is there is a tertiary order and then the third one is who has the most bonus hot damage or cold or spooky or sleazy or whatever and then that's the one that gets because i think those things tend to be doled out in cycles do you get any information about the gates at all from the telescope you yeah you do right you you see the front one and the front one is an important one so then we right? we can do yeah the, yeah the that's what i'm saying just one, one yeah the, the very the one we only have one that is variable and then with something like plus hot damage like if they're unbalanced we'll just add another easily accessible source of hot damage sure you know like it's a fucking video game and we want to put more stuff <laughs> in it like and those are definitely imbalanced but it again if it's just a turn tax it's imbalanced for well, I guess it's not because you could get a different random one. Well, back to my actual problem yeah. that I have. Do do we just store a set of flags that is like you have beaten up the ninth fastest guy, you have beaten up the third fastest guy, like because you can keep coming back and be at different places depending on your state. I would I would just say narratively if you lose, you get kicked out and new people fill in. And you just have to start over from wherever. I'm you... not saying if you lose. Oh, I am saying if if you go there. Oh, you're and not, you, you don't want to chain the fights. No, listen to me. Sorry. If you go there yeah. and you have plus zero initiative yes. and you kill a guy. Yes. Right. Actually, this is a worse. This is a worse thing. If you go there and you are in fourth place yes. and you kill the third place yes. guy with the last turn of all of your initiative effects right. on, you're not in. You're not in fourth place anymore. You're in 11th place, but that's actually 10th place because you've killed one of the guys ahead of you. So if we actually have to... I see what you're saying, but I think you you just check the initiative the moment that you go through the gate. You figure out how many dudes you have to kill in a row. That's basically just a turn tax. You could lose, but you probably won't. And then if you do lose, you get kicked outside the gate and... If you try to, if you, the next time you do go through the gate, we just start you over. You haven't made no progress. So, so outside the gate is not a thing in this video game. It, right. it is if we're chaining the fights. I don't want to chain the fights. Okay. Though. Well, I mean, if you don't the, want to chain the fights, then chaining the fights is, 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 is weird, right? Like it's not, it's not, we don't tend to like make people commit to doing things that will take a variable number of turns. True. Right. We don't just, we don't actually say eight anywhere on the ed fight. I don't think. Does he take eight turns? He does. Yeah. We don't let you start the fight unless you have enough turns right. to fight him. We explain that if you go in there without them, but I don't think we warn you, and that's what makes that kind of a fun surprise. Hmm. Whereas in this, it's like... we could, but Can we not just do the same thing? Like, you don't think you can go through this gate? I don't think the joke works. I, I, like, I don't think that it's charming if we do it with just, like, all these different guys. And if I already beat this guy up, why is he still here when I come back? Well, it's a different guy. Again... Yeah. I mean, if you beat up the Nob Goblin barbecue team, why do you have to beat them up again, right? Like it's, it's different. It's a different Nob Goblin barbecue team. Right? I mean, if it's if it's randomly generated names, you probably wouldn't get the same name again anyway. Well, right. But I'm just I I I cannot come up with a mechanically satisfying way. Like it was very easy to describe this thing where it's like you're in the fat. I mean, so the contest could occur 
when you press the button to enter the contest. And then it tells you what place you're in. And then you just have to kill that many guys. Yes. It doesn't matter where you are. That's what I was anymore. Suggest, so yes. there is just a crowd of, there is just a literal thing there that is the eight faster, the eight adventurers who are faster than you. Yep. And then it turns, you fight in there like with a per- percent one, parenthesis one. And then it becomes the seven adventurers that are faster than you. And that zone gets its initial state. Yep. Based on when you say, I'm ready to be judged for yep. fastest. So you only, and it's actually nicer, I think, if you only have to, it gives us more ways, it gives people more ways of messing with it. If you can get away with having only one turn of yeah, all of the, the stuff. Like the memory, and then you don't the have to be wearing all of that gear for the fights. Speed also, or whatever is, is a kind of an interesting thing. Right. Like there are some effects that you can get that are super powerful that only last for one turn. So we can also have them drop weird stuff that potentially interacted with the other gates, huh. which is a, is an immediate term optimization puzzle, right? Like if all of the guys in the off stat gate drop a plus initiative potion, right. if all of the guys in the initiative gate drop an off stats potion, right? Um, yeah. So that's, are, the, are the gates not in a particular order? I think that they're not in a particular order. There's just three contests and the winner of it has to be the same person that wins all of those. And so it's just this big, they're all just standing around nervously looking at each other, waiting to see who's going to pick the fight that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Okay, so I guess that works. The contest is a thing that happens rather than a thing that is happening right. over time. Yeah. Okay, guys, I figured it out. Good job. <laughs> um, it's going to be fun, I think, to write monsters that are just other adventurers. We can give them taunts. <sighs> that, man, that complicates the whole Mythology. metaphysics of this of the, this, this place. I mean, you head. know, like, I mean... There are other adventurers in the guild. Like, there are named seal clubbers and turtle tamers and stuff in the yeah, game. Yeah, right? but the, they're never... The council seems to imply that you're the, like, primary person doing things. If you suddenly get to the Sorcerer's Tower and there's, like, 400 other people just standing around, and you're like, wait wait a second. I mean, they could also not be adventurers. Like, they could be wannabe adventurers and we make up a bunch of different classes for them to oh, have yeah. right that's actually more fun sure there could be a radish dancer yeah, yeah. i was gonna say <laughs> cheese wizard turd burglar <laughs> <laughs> the black magic uh, curd there'd be a curd burglar he's a guy who steals cheese right yeah he steals cottage cheese <laughs> that's his specialty i'm really good at stealing one thing anyway you guys want to answer some you guys want to answer some questions from sure. you, the listeners as Dick says, guys, 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 if you're really interested in more info about World War One, including some discussion on how advanced the technology was compared to what was there before and how it really ushered in the modern era of war technology, Dan Carlin's current series on his Hardcore History podcast titled Blueprint for Armageddon is really good. I highly recommend it. All right. We've got a World War <clears throat> One thing in the in some upcoming content. World War One. World War One. One and a two and a. Everyone's dead now. Madzor says. Dear Jigriff Hot Stuff, I was discussing bad ideas to put on KOL with a friend of mine and got to the idea of a path where everything can be a critical hit. Went on vacation, critical hit. Now you spend more adventures in traffic as you were getting back from it. 
Uh, typed anything on chat? Critical hit. Now your message is in bold, all caps with sparkling effects. <laughs> Crafted something? Critical hit. Whatever crafting equipment you use is either broken or unusable for a long time because you fused the ingredients to it. Ate a key lime pie? Critical hit. Way more fullness because you actually swallowed the key. Equipped a familiar? Critical hit. You pulled out of the terrarium so fast that it landed on Grimace and you need to ascend to get it back. Mixed a drink? Critical hit. You mix the ingredients so hard that you broke its chemical bonds and now the drink is made of pure water. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Mox Sasson says, can I set up a spam filter in K-Mail? Lady Spooky Raven keeps K-Mailing me. Now I know I am the hotness incarnate, but this is getting out of hand. I guess we could just delete all of those K-Mails when you ascend so that they don't keep piling up. I mean, my experience of them was getting like a hundred of them during testing. And then never again. Yeah. I, I do understand that getting a few of those every three days is annoying. I think a lot of people just don't ever go into their correspondence tab. So I don't. The problem is that I don't want to hide it somewhere right. from new players. Right. I mean, there could just be. There could just be an option like automatically delete. Mail from NPCs. After one day instead of, hmm. or like as soon as you read it, it deletes it or something. I think that would, I think that would be sufficient. Mm, Aishma says, one, will there be a camel familiar? There should be. It could unlock a fiendishly difficult new desert area. Also, spitting, hump jokes, and possibly help with the desert part of level 11. Or maybe it can unlock the path to the distant lands. Oh, just you wait. A uh, camel with a nozzle on its back so you can just pop the cork out and... Uh, suck some gross. hydration a camel out of with it. like a that's that fucking is disgusting foul. rubber lollipop that everybody feels like is a good idea what are you talking about fucking camelbacks <laughs> oh and all camelback branded products rubber God, that's lollipops gross. that's that's what you think of that it's a rubber lollipop it's like just a gross rubber thing that people are like oh put this in your mouth over and over and over again ah <laughs> huh. gross so gross it's got my own spit on it, and also, whatever happened to be in the air at any point in the last five years, if it's five years old. I don't know if those things even last five years. Should, oh, man, you know what I need? I need those, like, plastic-wrapped, single-use nozzles, like, they for the ear thermometers at the doctor's office. <laughs> Two, what does it mean if I dream about KOL? It means you've been playing it enough. Interpret his KOL dream. Hot stuff. Did, he didn't a, tell you about did it, we, but yeah, interpret did we it. Get to hear it. <laughs> in, Good job. In Good. the in the dream, <laughs> okay. your your player uh, housing represents uh, your physical body, which isn't your real physical body. It's the body of your adventurer, and then your meat car represents uh, your career prospects. Uh-huh. Um, so. If your if your meat car's got really like souped up engine, you're you're doing really well as an adventurer. And if it's got like a if you're got like a sort of a lemon, then um, you're not going to make it very far. What is so you're you're doing dream analysis as like divination rather than psychotherapy? Sure. Okay. I always felt like dream analysis books are in a lot of ways have the same value as like a tarot card reading, but yeah. it's a thing that you do to yourself. And I actually believe that a tarot card reading does have some value. Oh, really? Sure. I mean, yeah, because a skilled 
it has it has a similar value to getting therapy i think because well, i think a in the skilled sense that, like a randomly a randomly generated pattern overlaid over a situation lets you think about that situation in a different way yeah and i mean a good tarot card reader is going to tell you some things that are good news and make you less worried about stuff or just be like Wow, this is bad. You're fucked. Right, oh my a, god. But that's a bad tarot card reader. Is it? Or is it like somebody who's like really good at predicting the future and you're just screwed? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, I, so yeah, sure, it could be an actual wizard, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, it could be an actual wizard and also you have a curse. <laughs> so <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't taken those possibilities into account, but yep. yeah. Three, will you make more real life tiny plastics? How about bobbleheads? I. I think I'm pretty comfortable saying that I am out of the toy manufacturing business for good. What would even be a KOL bobblehead? All our things that aren't stick figures are just the head. <laughs> but th- that could bobble. That can bobble on a uh, stick figure base. I know. We could make the lime such that the top of it bobbles so much that the tip breaks off of the stand. <laughs> And then you can't even get it out. So even if we give you one of the better stands, it's just no good. Doesn't work. It, which one of those are we running out of? Is it the lime that is the popular one? Mm-hmm. It's good. It's so good. That's the one that I like. Mm-hmm. I need to remember to get a full set of those for myself before we run out of any of them. I like the bugbears best. Yeah, the bugbears are good. They don't require they're any all, extra I mean, plastic. Th- the reason we chose that set of four is because they're all cool in their own way. Yeah. I really like the Naga. Yeah, the Naga's okay. It... It's cool. It's like a little scary monster guy. Sure, yeah. No, I mean, people like it. I don't really care for the fairy. Girls like the fairy. I know. But that that design has always been a thing. Like, that, to me, feels... Of all of them, it feels the least like an original thing. And more the most like a... Oh, we just took, like... Like something you'd see on a Grateful Dead poster? Yeah, yeah, basically. Huh. I mean, I guess the bugbear is kind of similar to that, but like, you know, it has some hallmarks of its actual original design, Mm -hmm. whereas the mushroom was just a mushroom with eyes and wings on it, right? So, like, if I said to a lot of people, draw a bugbear, you would come up with a lot of different things. I think if I said to everyone, draw a mushroom fairy, a lot of people would draw the exact thing. Draw a gravy fairy. Yeah, but that's... Sure. Sure. Uh, Four. I have to say, I've been playing KOL for nine plus years now. Gosh. And while I'm not nearly as involved as I used to be, thank you to everyone involved in making and running it. Uh, Such a great game on so many levels, and the community is one of the best around. I hope the player base starts supporting KOL on a higher level to recruit more players and get you more recognition and some awards. Gosh, we don't need awards when we've got the the praise of kind and generous-hearted fans like you. Five. Why aren't unmotivators free pulls? I don't Eh, know. Who cares? Eh. Yeah. Six, is the new PvP feature, Pirate Season Swagger, going to be a recurring theme, but with different themes, frats, ninjas, etc.? I think so. I think the idea is that if we have a strong theme, we can pick shittier minis. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a reason. And like People are less likely to complain? Yeah. I mean, honestly, th- that's a real thing. I guess. Like, we can just make a mini, and if it's like, well, this is never coming back, it can be a weaker one, or one that it's like, turns out to be less fun. To, to experience optimally, you know? I don't know if that's really... Yeah. We could do the whole, like, the whole gamut of 
ninja pirate zombie robot mm-hmm. as themes because I feel like there's enough stuff to support all four of those. Yep. Uh, seven. Do you guys know a good kosher recipe that I can make at home? You get one kosher dill pickle, mm-hmm. a spear, and you, you cover it, it with uh, Plockman's mustard, oh. which is also kosher. I was gonna okay. say. I was gonna suggest just pouring a box of kosher salt over it. Okay, that's another <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Do you? But you have to do that on the correct side of the kitchen, right? Because <laughs> I don't know, like half of your dishes you have to throw away. <laughs> Oh, is that right? Because Elijah made them dirty. <laughs> it's we are we God, are religious that scholars. Never cleans up after himself. Uh, eight. I think I've asked this before, but will language skill slash ratings become a larger part of KOL? I know that people liked having that alien language rating, and the traveling trader has his own language. And I think there was something else, but it'd be cool to make this into something larger, possibly for a Tower of Babel type zone. I I really like that in games but i think the the risk you run is that it often sounds like it would be fun to do something with it and then it is not actually fun mm. in practice because you know they stripped language skill acquisition from wow and it made me kind of sad to yeah. see that that was obviously a thing that they had intended to do but then i remembered time. how stupid that was in everquest and mm-hmm. how the way that you did this in EverQuest was to the way that you learned languages in EverQuest was two people would stand next to each other and just type random nonsense in two different languages. And they would slowly learn the language because they were slowly seeing things <laughs> that were written in that language. And that's just dumb. You could save some time by also constantly spamming the direction sense skill so that that would Every time you used it, it has a one in a thousand chance of giving you a 1% increased accuracy on your direction sense skill. Like, what about something like, like a group of NPC characters or something, something like the uh, El Vibrato robots where their language was just a cipher of English, but for every point you acquire in that language skill, it auto changes to a different cipher. No, it, it auto translates one of those letters. So like if you have 26 points in this skill, then they're just straight speaking English. But as you get closer to that, that's it gets not, more that's how comprehensible. No, that's no, not that's not how, how the El Vibrato one no, works. No, no, I'm yeah, not but. saying that at all. I'm that's that's not how El Vibrato worked. I'm just saying a set of monsters yeah, that speak could. in a cipher. Sure. The the more interesting ones, though, were way more complicated than just a single letter. Yeah, but I'm thinking cipher. about something that's interesting without having to be super complicated. Furbish yeah. was another language that we came up with. Yep. That, um... I mean, the thing with replacing individual letters with ciphers is that the ciphertext ends up so long. Right. Right, like, at least twice as long as... The plain text, but I mean, y- y- you are right, Riff, that that would probably work, right? Yeah, it, I don't as you think got that's like past really like learning a language, no, though, but because be, I mean, yeah, it's 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 not, it's really not. I've 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 worked on like trying to figure out good like realistic language translation puzzles, and they're not easy. <laughs> I mean, I think it is easy to make one, but it is not easy to make one that is fun. Yeah, or or solvable. Yeah, yeah. Just go play the Gostack. Yeah, sure. I really want a version of the Gostack that just lets you yeah. maintain a codex where you can swap out 
the words. Things, this is what you think this word means? We need to, we need to arrange to meet Carl Muckenhaupt anyway, so we can demand that of him. Hey, this thing you made, made us for free, <laughs> fucking do it again, but better, <laughs> dummy. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, I've been the internet. <laughs> Clovis Sangrail says, It's been noted that some pigs provides a means of circumventing the negative effects of familiars like the black cat. Uh, would it make sense for all pigified familiars to cause those very same negative effects in zones outside the road to the White Citadel since they're so frantic to deporkinate? <laughs> huh. Deporkinate. Oh, I get it. They're freaking out because they want you to take them back to the White Citadel so that they can do... They are frantic to be taken back there to get yes. deporkinated. Yes. Um... You know, I kind of don't care that it makes black cat runs easier. Like, huh. the difficulty of that has been an interesting thing for a really long time, but it is not sacrosanct. I mean, I still am pretty okay with the idea of doing away with the bad moon unlock completely, re-releasing bad moon as a path, as the one of the boring winter paths, so that Bad Moon acts like a path instead of being a giant collection of weird exception cases. Like, you know, I was very against Bad Moon being a path in the beginning because it didn't make any sense. But doing it like it didn't make any sense to do all of that work for no benefit, but to do all of that work for the benefit of having a challenge path. We could also probably stand to update Bad Moon a little bit because sure. it was not designed the things that. Like, the weaknesses that it shores up are, in many cases, not weaknesses anymore. <laughs> right? Like, hmm. the the Bad Moon adventures that you get and stuff. So, who knows if any of those make sense in the sort of modern idiom. And I just going through them all and seeing. And maybe we don't change any of them, but maybe we do. You know, at which point, the Black Cat run to permanently unlock Bad Moon just wouldn't really be a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's also probably fine if there are paths that aren't challenge paths that can be unlocked, but it's just the idea of spending a bunch of time making an interesting path that isn't also the work required to make a challenge path, which is the thing we always have to do, is a little goofy. Cloudstrife says, hey, Cloudstrife here. I never did hear why Hodgman's overcoat didn't have any hobo power on it. Would you think of going back and adding it, or was there a, re a reason it didn't? Um... Also, did you guys get anything for Scully's birthday? I bet he had pie or cake. He's celebrating on his own. Yeah, it's sad. in the frigid Northlands. Um, I I think that it was a deliberate decision. I mean, I think we didn't want people to feel like they had to do an overcoat run to get the most out of that. I mean, although they have to get a hamster run to get the specific right. most out of a thing, but like we wanted the Hodgman outfit to be as good as it could be at something just by persistently beating him on sort of slow casual mode. Right. Right. I don't know that that's our, I don't know that that was our reasoning at the time. It's so it, many years ago that it's it hard is for me to back solvable. Uh, yeah, we were different people. I mean, man, nobody ever crosses the same river twice. Italiano, man, sir. That's pretty. Oh man, what's the uh, hospitaliano, man, sir? <laughs> all of his, uh, all of his spells are just Olive Garden jokes. <laughs> um, is there a chance of older Mister Store items reappearing in a future event? No. 
man, so many people, so many people propose the idea of a $10 Mr. Store item that is just contains a random older item of the month. And that seems so gross to me. Yeah. That said, I would not tell me what you think of this. Given, given the length of our teeth at this point, what if there was a raffle house prize item that had a one in a hundred chance of giving you a random old Mr. Store item when you opened it? Hmm. So on, like, there's one a day and on, so on average three a year. Sure. Or there, yeah. At that scale, I'm, a little more okay with it. Yeah. What if you? What if it was a scale of like say one ish a month, right? I mean, how? Yeah, it starts to get. I don't know. Like that. That would be is like it, the is minimum. It I would. I mean, any Mister Store item. Yeah. That I would say would be. Uh, <sighs> I mean, we could we we could whitelist. Uh, this is just a like. I don't know at what like clearly there is a level like you have a one in a trillion chance every time you right. adventure of getting a hand turkey outline whatever right i right. don't i don't think that that erodes customer confidence at all and it doesn't bother me but clearly there is some threshold at which it does and i don't know if that is a threshold where it is also interesting the raffle the, the idea of a, of a raffle house thing where you get a prize that you don't know what it is and that's the top prize yeah that's i mean well what is it every other time that it isn't that's a good question. Like, because what, then, what, so if 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 your prize for winning the raffle is this thing, which is a perfectly good thing, and maybe it's something super awesome, that seems well. Like so what we had, what I had proposed was we put in we put a new prize in the raffle house. What it is is maybe literally just this is a Skinner box, right? Mm-hmm. We give eleven. There are eleven. First prizes a day, and there are just 11 of these a day go out in the raffle. They usually contain some kind of consumable that is, if we can swing it, some kind of consumable that would sell in the mall for like 500,000 meat. They occasionally contain something that is equivalent in power to something that sells in the mall for a million or a couple million or three million meat. Very occasionally, they contain a Mr. Accessory. Like maybe 1% of the time you get a Mr. Accessory out of it, right? So you've just bought a, you've just bought a Mr. Accessory with meat, but it's like one every 10 days, which is equivalent to just like, whatever, I'll just feel like giving somebody one. And then one in a thousand, it is some random old Mr. Store item. Which in some cases is worse than a Mr. Accessory. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, I I am probably okay with that. That is a much higher rate. Like, if it's one in a thousand and there are 11 chances of it a day, that is a much higher rate than what had been proposed, right? No, it's... No. No, that's fine. That's still... That's better. That takes, on average, more than a month. Yeah. Anyway, I... That is currently my thinking of if we if we do something with the raffle house. Is there... Are there second place prizes, too, or is it just... No, it's just that one. It's just 11 of those boxes a day. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it can just be like super fucking good food and booze yeah. or whatever, right? A spleen item that is 10 adventures for one spleen. Like what? That might not even be a big deal anymore, but like just whatever. Like <laughs> it'd be a hell of a meat sink. 
I think it well, would. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know how people feel about that in terms of like putting stuff in raffle prizes I that you have to pull care. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if, if it makes meat more valuable than it makes it, uh, the, the people who buy Mr. Yeah. Accessories to cash in for meat, that makes it more valuable for them. Yep. I mean, yeah, I think it's, I, I don't know. I am, I am pretty okay with the exact thing that I just laid out. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know what those mid range items are. Right. Cause if like 90 times out of a hundred, it is one of these three consumables nine times out of a hundred. It's a piece of gear. That's cool. Right. So like one of those a day, effectively 9% chance times 11. Um, 1% chance that it is a Mr. Accessory unless it rolls another D10 and becomes an old Mr. Store item. I mean, I think that would cause a lot more people to buy raffle tickets for quite a while, which is just good for the game. And sure. it makes the, it, you know, it just, because we just haven't paid any attention because the market has been fairly stable. Although there was a huge run on Mr. A's the other day. That was all one person. Yeah. No, I know, but... Uh, King Bobson says, The new White Citadel quest is amazing. So much better than the last one and so full of so many great things. But it has one problem. The HUD is super easy. Despite there being multiple warnings when you try to fight it, telling you how you'll die a horrible, painful, messy death, and despite the combat entry text saying the same, it's barely more difficult than the other monsters you try. Mm -hmm. There's a second route to do the quest. The HUD could actually be really difficult without making it newbie unfriendly. At the moment, doing the other quest is just spending a dozen more adventures to not get the stuff the, the HUD drops. Uh, I feel like the hut could be upgraded to a level 13 boss with its staff upgraded accordingly, and that would be much more fun in every way. Yeah. Number saying the hut is easy. Probably don't need to read these out. Uh, the hut has lower stats than the level five boss. I think the level five boss is probably a little too hard, but the hut was supposed to be difficult enough that it would be, that it would make sense to try and get the key instead. I, I wasn't in charge of making the numbers. It's possible. I just didn't understand how hard it was supposed to be. Mm. I did those numbers months ago at this point. So I don't remember. Well, this has been a long do it time. Again. Yeah. <laughs> Leafy Green says, will we be seeing new side quests when the Island War is revamped? Specifically, will the frat side feature erotic rowing? See, this is a joke oh. from uh, KOL Con that was actually pretty funny. Where, erotic uh, rowing? Somebody, somebody just had a video of Deer Sire on a rowing machine. Okay. And... That was like, oh, this is just my video of Eric rowing. And they're like, why do you have a video of Eric rowing on your phone? And I said, oh, well, maybe they typed erotic rowing into <laughs> uPorn, but they typed it wrong. And so that came up. And so then it was like, wait a minute. Why would that video be on uPorn? Why would anyone search for erotic <laughs> rowing? Also, if you were on that site, wouldn't just rowing? Like, isn't it kind of assumed? You don't have to put, like, sexy or naked in front of all of your searches there, right? Like, what? It's possible oh. that that actually gives you better results. I guess it might. Like, because you never know. Right. Um, yeah. So, anyway, that's the erotic rowing joke. And, yes, there will be new side quests. Not that you were actually asking that. Or maybe you were. Leafy Green says... Uh, how has the trendy restrictions affected your creative process? Has designing things with these restrictions in mind from the start been as freeing as you had hoped or less frustrating? I mean, it's going to take, it's going to take a long it's time. Gonna take it's going to take a while before, before meaningful. we really reap the benefits of it, I think. And, and it's, I, I, I am definitely happier now that it is starting to gain some traction in the hearts and minds of the players. Um, 
Because I really liked the way that we were able to run heavy rains. Like, I just really liked being able to make a super powerful set of skills without having to worry about them stacking with Kung Fu Hustler and the fax machine and all of this other shit. Yep. Right. And being free to do that in the future is just going to result in cooler and more powerful feeling things, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Balance Tor says, thank you for reading my comments concerning the new icon bar. First, I didn't know this was a change I could back out of. However, I generally prefer to give you guys the benefit of the doubt when you make a UI or balance change. In general, I feel it is polite to give the new thing a few weeks to see, it's an, see if it's an improvement. I like the idea of the configurable icon bar. I just feel the implementation is lacking. I believe I mentioned this before, but Mac OS X got several things right with their semi-standard interface for doing toolbars. They got some things wrong, too, including the hidden hotkey to configure many of them. Things I'd like to see. One, an option for some sort of image, image, and text, text variant. Image, image, and text. Yeah, this is image slash image and text slash text variant. I don't know what that means. I don't really understand that either. Two, some predefined sets, possibly tweaked over time. I mean, arguably, the default set is, a is the, set. the the predefined set right. that, that we want. Uh, three, some method of separating items by category. Separate, I mean, the way that I do that is I just leave blank spaces in the bar. Is it, it is, sorry, I... I interpreted that question meaning like when you're to have it automa- automatically placed. No, no, the, when you're oh. going through the drop down, like it is just such a ridiculously long list. Um, for unique icons for every standard option, that is supposed to be a feature of this. Yeah, right. You, you, we, we got suggestions for them all. We have a, a list. We just haven't. Well, not actually, not all of them. Right. So yeah. what? Now, no, because that now also contains everything that's in the place, but like. There are so many things in that list of things that you can make icons for now that I don't think we're going to be able to uh, just use normal icons. So it was it was supposed to do that with just the ones that were in the old optional icon set. Huh. And I could have sworn we did that. Like, I never saw defaults, but I haven't. Yeah, no, I mean, it's possible that while. that feature just didn't exist. It was possible that everybody was like, oh, we should do this. And then everybody a week later was like, yep. <laughs> and that was those were the only two things that happened um but yep mixie says hey folks poking around aftercore i noticed quite a few changes you've made that make aftercore experience much better and less fiddly which i appreciate being able to use all your tome summons and having the jew hat work on buff duration without having to equip it not to mention the new top menu overhaul given any thought to further reduction for example i wanted to use my bag of tricks to increase some expensive buffs but found it was enough of a pain to shrug all but five effects and then reapply them that i didn't bother maybe the bag of tricks could let you pick which buffs it uses in aftercore only uh, i know this goes against the random flavor a bit but saving the player's time might be worth it as with the jew hat change I don't know that generally people do that. Yeah, this is the first time I've heard of it. Of somebody shrugging down to five. I guess if they're all just buffs that you're casting on yourself, if that's all you're maintaining. But it doesn't seem like getting an extra few turns of some of the buffs for free would be worth throwing away all of the turns of a bunch of other buffs. Yeah. Right. And like sort of definitionally, like buffs are pretty easy to come by, except the ones that no one cares about. I mean, there are some that are... I mean, maybe in Aftercore people do like the, the you know, Hobopolis and Underwater buffs that are actually strictly limited, but yeah, I don't, you know, that's a fine idea, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a thing that I want to do. <clears throat> Come Dude says, ah, good old Come Dude. Man, we were, so there was the Folsom Street Fair oh, God. this past weekend, which is just apparently like 
a bunch of dudes just fucking each other in the street. Like, did you actually wander by and see? I it? did not. I I was like, you know, I just don't want to. I don't really want to go to that. Like, I don't like crowds. That's all. <laughs> That's all. I don't like crowds, and I don't really want to see a bunch of big hairy dudes' dicks. Ugh, man. Anyway. <laughs> that's fine you know fine culture whatever there was a guy <laughs> that we saw going the we were the opposite direction from the apartment of where the fair was but we were just walking back from the restaurant where we had gotten our delicious paneer tikka masala burritos there's a guy wearing a like a really really sort of threadbare green tank top that just said come pig on it it's <laughs> a pretty good shirt <laughs> And he was just like a bodybuilder looking guy, <laughs> like maybe a little gone to seed. He's probably 40. Just mm, there goes good old cum pig. Anyway, cum dude says, hello, I just started playing KOL again. It was so good that I bought something and I felt like I was supporting nice people. All Yay. the new features are good and the mobile stuff is A-OK. Truck on, brother. Oh, well, thanks, cum dude. It was good of you to come back. Um, I liked... That Jamelli's first instinct was to interpret that as a as just a grosser version of some pig. Jick <laughs> like, mm. uh, and company. Kelha says, if you're OK with acknowledging this, shout out to Neminem for being a con mule for the XI receiver unit. And one more for you guys as well for coming up with another fun con item. Fortunate for me during heavy rains is my pen pal is type 69. I'm really enjoying it and its avenues are still being explored. Care to give any insights on it? Um, It's cool. I like I was happy with the way that all of that stuff turned out. Yeah, me too. Um and it really it doing stuff like that now is always a reminder to me how much faster content development is for this game now than it used to be. Than it used to be. Mm. Yeah. Like thinking about things that I think of historically as having been a shitload of work, I look at them now and I was like that's really not that much stuff. Like it's also possible that your memories have just faded with time. That and, is true. I mean, maybe this was a lot of work and it really only was like two solid days, you know. Right. But, yeah, who knows. Uh, to confirm something from the last podcast, yes, Jick, I personally do indeed enjoy the heavy rain overlays as a way to interpret the water level. No word on how I would react if they weren't there, of course. Uh, but I imagine it would be both confusing and frustrating without them. So from one player slash listener to you, I think if you continue to use that or a similar mechanic in the future, it'll be well received. The one certainty is great foresight and thanks. Oh, this one certainly is. Great foresight and thanks. So we can um, do like the 90 degree rotated heavy rains path. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> heavy wind. Yeah. Um, heavy rain and also everything is upside down. <laughs> I had one other thought, but I can't remember it. So I guess the question is, what kind of pasties will y'all be eating tonight? Care to make a guyf of it? Um, we're not in, we're not in pasty land. So we're having uh, carne asada tots tonight, like we do in San Francisco. Gleeb says, using a barbed wire fence on the storm cow should yield a funny message. Friggin' cows. Um, Rannick says, I'm visiting my in-laws, and when I logged in, their parental controls block the character pane, but nothing else. What filth is hidden there? <laughs> huh. I don't know. I wonder if that one has... Could have been an effect or a... I mean, you can put information in there, so maybe one of your familiars was oh, yeah. inappropriately named yeah. or something. 
Joy says, Dear Jick, I know you don't like the pirate option for the level level uh, level eleven quest as much as the new Copyright Club option, but I have a soft spot in my head for in my heart for insult beer pong. It reminds me of Monkey Island and the insults make me laugh. And I'll even admit to using one of the retorts in real life. And if I could have an insult game to play with Mr. Copperhead, I would be more likely to pick that option. Yeah. I just I don't know. I don't like <coughs> I don't like the way that insult beer pong plays out. Played out. Like I feel like that was one of those things where if we had had more time, we would have done it very differently. And I don't know what that different version looks like. I mean, it's probably fine the way that it is. Like, the Copperhead route is not so onerous that no one does it. The people who like it better do it. And maybe every once in a while they'll go to the pirates and change things up a little bit. And that's fine. Right? It's probably fine to just... I would like the pirates quest to be like have quest tracker integration and stuff. And I would honestly like to figure out a better way to communicate the homage that insult beer pong is what joy likes about it is the flavor of it. Right. And the actual writing, not the implementation and making the implementation clearer, more like us. (laughs) Right. Even if it just, even if it just happened on its own at the end of a fight, like if you just have the book, like not having to use it as a combat item would right. make it would make it more palatable to me. You know, just. I also it just turns out that it's really hard to write those. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and surprisingly so, so it's built. There's just this built in lack of clarity. Right. I mean, there was there was that in. Secret of Monkey Island too, though. Yeah. But we also, like, in Secret of Monkey Island, they told you when you were good enough, right? They said you are now capable yeah, of. Right. They, they suggested you could do it now. But you but might want to spend some more time. easier if you kept going, yeah. Yeah. Which I would like to be able to, I would like to give that same level of feedback, right? Because, I mean, I think we think of it, because we are looking at it from above, we think of it as a thing where it's like, well, you're kind of gambling. You know how many insults you know, and you're right. you're gambling like, well, if I try this, I, I mean, it's also one of those things that I don't like about old KOL design where an, a quest important NPC exists as just a non-combat in a sure. zone, which is a thing that I just straight up like, that is just bad. Like, everything that we make stop working that way, people like better. Then they then they like the old version, and that's yeah. Well, that's, there are just that's a lot of a change that that could be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think whenever whenever I get to to that, and who knows when that even is, right? Like we can probably maintain everything that people like about it, make it a little longer, so that it's maybe not so under undershadowed by the Copperhead stuff. More reliable a little easier to figure out, right? Because it's not supposed to be like a hard puzzle. It's supposed to be a funny little mini game. Right. But yeah, just some feedback. Like, also gate the progress in learning insults more intelligently than the current randomness that's had a couple tweaks where it's like sort of more likely to throw out insults that you already know, kind of. But it's just, it's such a, it's such a confusing crapshoot now. Hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Kari says, so how many players in uh, Heavy Rain's runs use the Oyster Basket? I don't care what would be more optimal. I just like getting randomish items. If less people were using the pool skimmer, would the washed away item pool overflow? Or would it be drained into the sewers? We're lucky the rains didn't wash away any eggs. Whoops. Rats. I just screwed up and accidentally archived a question that I didn't intend to archive. I have no idea where it is. It's probably in the archive. It probably is in the archive. Don't you have a context for when it would be, and aren't they sorted by date? Okari wrote, Listening to old podcasts, the avatar of Susie Path, where familiars from your terrarium are used Pokemon-style, sounds awesome. Is this still possible, or have you discarded or forgotten about that idea? If that is indeed an upcoming challenge path, feel free to deny it and shame me for asking. I... That... We will be unable to avoid avatar of Susie forever <laughs> since that's just one of the things where despite her effectively having no personality at all she is one of the most beloved characters in the game so that's good a naked juice says seriously i never got a spooky nickname a skinless jew <laughs> um <laughs> A naked mm. ghoul. Okay. A naked boo. <laughs> <clears throat> um. A ham sandwich. <laughs> only, now you're just being scared. That's only spooky to him. Yeah. Um, sorry, a damn sandwich. <laughs> Fuck. It doesn't work anymore. Uh, Snaz writes... Now that there's a you can only equip one of this thing enchantment for one-handed weapons, like the law-abiding Citizen Kane and Thor's players, can we get that applied to chef staves and maybe also accordions instead of the main hand-only enchantment that they currently have? Alternatively, is there a reason this hasn't already happened? I don't mean to act entitled to the extra flexibility that this would afford, so I hope I don't come off that way, but I'm curious, and it would be nice to be able to bring chef staves into the Nemesis fights, for example. I... I feel like you can only equip one of these, and you can only equip these in your main hand are two... Very different things. ...tools, and I want both of them in the toolbox. I don't I don't want offhand chef staves. Like, I just don't. Like, that's not how those work. So, Gandalf. Yeah? The sword is in his offhand? Uh, yeah. (laughs) No, probably not. All right. Because I feel like that's your inspiration. It is. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That's a... Yeah. Tell your sister you were right. I have First, no, I have no stake in this sister. I thought you were going to say you have no sister, which is also true. Shestavs are are like one hundred percent your your baby in this game, so you can do whatever you want with them, and that's fine. Sausage says, just listen to the podcast where you discuss the idea of a plus 100% to stat gain potions for a dollar that you can't use in Ronin or Hardcore. Contrary to your claim, that would definitely be Ascension relevant. You would need to get to high levels to get slash upgrade your telescope, and this is only done in Aftercore. Well, as, like... Ascension prep does not equal Ascension relevant. When Because once you've done it, you're done. When I say Ascension relevant, in this case, I mean, I definitely would not do this if it meant that you had to donate $10 during every, every run to buy one of these in run. Right. And so it needs to be, if, if <clears throat> I do do this, it has to be impossible for that to happen. Yeah. And like, I mean, there are a lot of things that you can level up for. Like, you you have to level up to get some high levels like uh, like some high end content skill books that are potentially ascension relevant right like trophies are never skilled relevant never mind I was no. say trophies are never ascension no. relevant no but i mean just for instance like there are level 15 like, skill. passive skill books that you have to you have to play high level content to get right, right? you can also 
farm meat faster at higher levels. It's stuff like, so you, you can't, you can't just say, because I might be thinking about ascending while I'm doing this, that makes it ascension level. Like that just isn't what I meant by that. I, yeah, the, the notion of stuff that you have to do a couple of times and then you're done is also very different to me than stuff that is in perpetuity. Yep. So I, and I guess we didn't potentially like make that delineation clear, but I think it's a real difference. Yep. You know what also I think? You're hungry. I am hungry. I am also hungry. So let's, uh, let's take a little breaky poo and then come back, uh, with, uh, with another podcast, namely a video games hot dog. Okay. Thanks for listening to the KOL podcast, everybody. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Have a great week, everybody.